Welcome to the 10-Minute Teaching Podcast, where we learn from creative educators about what matters most right now and bring them right into your living room. I'm Kip Hotman, a Spanish teacher in Colorado and your host. This week, we're continuing our series dedicated to discovering what students across the U.S. are learning on their own right now. Today, I have the honor of speaking with Nevea and Arushi in California, who have created an app for honeybees during their remote learning experience. Hi, how are y'all doing? Oh, I'm doing good. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Welcome to the 10-Minute Teaching Podcast. Uh, how's, the, uh, how's the weather out in California right now? It's a beautiful day here in Colorado. Yeah, it's pretty sunny here too, actually. Very nice weather. Well, awesome, friends. Well, um, as you all have heard, the 10-Minute uh, Teaching Podcast is kind of taking a virtual tour around the United States to chat with different students about learning, new learning that's taking place during the remote learning um, since uh, COVID-19 has set in. And I learned from your absolutely wonderful and uh, teacher, Miss Kavita Gupta, that you both were working on an app, and which first off is so impressive um, that I can't, I remember my high school days and nothing I was doing was anywhere close to what you both are doing right now, but creating an app and secondly, um, to support bees and something that honestly could help locally and a national level globally. So I, I would love to hear a little bit more and um, learn what exactly you both are doing right now. So I will pass the mic to you all. Thank you. For sure. Thank you, Kip. Um, so first of all, I know you briefly talked about this as well, but just to get into the real problem that we're addressing, the honeybee population has been on the decline since the late 1980s. And that honestly is such a humongous threat to our own existence because, you know, they pollinate around 95% of our food. So this poses a serious threat to both ourselves and the climate around us. So what we decided to do was create an application that would analyze the degree of threat that honeybees face. So right now the app is based primarily for California, but we are looking to expand it and analyze the degree of threat that they face in different areas around the United States and hopefully around the world as well. And I think Arushi can elaborate a bit more on the specific features of our app. Yeah, so basically our app is split up into, currently split up into three main features. So we have an interactive map that essentially analyzes the degree of threat honeybees face based on air quality, um, air quality and it cross-references it with pesticide use in California currently. Um, it also has a take action feature, which basically breaks down large action items into more manageable um, small parts for users to implement change within their communities. And finally, we have a plant safety tester, which essentially allows the user to see if the plant they're planting in their garden will help the honeybee population. And if the plant they're planting is ultimately like toxic for honeybees, the app will give the reason for the toxicity as well. Okay, so was this a, like, how did this come about? Was it a school project or did you all meet and just become inspired um, virtually? Just curious. Um, I guess it really started a couple of months ago. I was in my garden. My family's super into gardening and things like that. So we have a bunch of plants outside. 
But then I noticed that next to our azalea plant, which is personally one of my favorite flowers, it's really beautiful. But next to that specific plant, I would notice a lot of dead bees on the ground. And that really confused me initially because I didn't know why that was happening. And after researching a bit more, I learned that plants, including azaleas, several of them are actually very toxic to bees. And I guess that just got me more interested in learning about honeybees and their um, just their overall impact on the world and how their population has been declining recently. Um, yeah, so I guess that's what really sparked it. And then later we began expanding a bit more. Yeah, so Navia basically like we got together at Panera one day and we were just brainstorming ideas on what to do. And we both decided that we really wanted to help the honeybee population. So over a bread bowl, we decided to start this project. Wow. So since the uh, the shift to the remote learning, how, how has that been working on an app virtually? Um, it's It's been difficult. There's definitely been challenges, especially because we started this app working in person and it was a lot more fun, obviously, working in person. So we, we had like problems with like bad internet connection and things like coding can generally be very collaborative. Um, so I was in charge more of the design aspect and Navia handled more of the coding aspect, but those two work together very closely. So it, it was definitely hard because we didn't have the same level of communication that we could have before. Uh, yeah, but I also think that at the same time, while working remotely did pose its challenges, we also felt that there were definite significant benefits of it. Because while we were working during school, we would often find ourselves having to almost prioritize our school and studying over working on the app. So the app had kind of just become become something that was like sitting on the back burner, not something that we could prioritize. But then once, you know, remote learning started, we slowly started to see ourselves prioritizing the app even more, which was honestly such a great change to see. What, what would you all, so um, when students go back to uh, brick and mortar, potentially in the fall, okay, if things return back where students can um, head back to school, what recommendations or suggestions would you have for educators to make this type of learning um, feasible or make this type of learning um, available for for all students. And I think about my own classroom here, make my classroom more flexible, I think. So it's always good, I think, to hear from from the students and, and for teachers, for students to lead and teachers to learn. And so what, what recommendations or suggestions would you all have? Um, I think something that would be very great for teachers to implement in their own curriculum would be almost a required or mandatory, almost like semi-subject that would just be called like, you know, like a passion project or like a non-academic workspace. And maybe a teacher could have students kind of work on a passion project and develop anything that they're passionate in and maybe just spend, you know, 30 minutes every week. It doesn't even need to be a daily class sort of thing, but just 30 minutes a week where a teacher can help a student find what they're passionate about, connect to connect them with important resources, important contacts, and ultimately just help flourish um, a student's passion and help them learn and grow in an atmosphere that's not necessarily always focused on grades and tests and schoolwork, because I know that's what a lot of us often get caught up in when we have normal school. I agree. And I think uh, what the way you described it earlier, just stepping outside and becoming passionate about seeing these flowers outside your house. And there were all of these dead bees that inspired you to take action. 
you're right. I think setting aside that time for our students and giving them that space to search for those passions. Um, look what you guys did and imagine when more students have those opportunities, what they could do as well. I really appreciate you both joining me and being able to share what you're doing. Um, any last comments for the greater good? Anything else you would like to share? Um, no, it just we just really hope that people will take this quarantine as an opportunity to continue inspiring themselves and the people around them to keep on exploring their own interests and such. Thank you both so much. And have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you. Thank you for having us. No, my pleasure, my friends. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs> Bye. We just heard Nevea and Arushi describe how they created an app to address the degree of threat that honeybees face. While remote learning posed significant challenges, Nevea and Arushi shared how it also opened a door that inevitably brought their idea to fruition. They challenged educators to provide time for students to pursue passions during class when school resumes next year. This makes me wonder as a teacher, what is truly important for my students? Where could I shift my own pedagogy to ensure that my students have opportunities as powerful as creating an app for honeybees? Stay tuned as we continue this conversation in our next episode and learn how Michael and Rachel created a website for an online walkathon that raises money to support a hospital in their local community. Follow our journey on hashtag LearnByTheMinute or tag us on Twitter at LearnMinute or on realtimecurriculumproject.org and join the conversation. Stay well, friends.